0: Hello and welcome to the Magical Learning Podcast. In today's episode, Danette talks to you about different perspectives, how to use them, how to understand them and how to improve your own perspective. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to this edition of Magical Learnings Podcast. My name is Danette Fenton-Menzies and I'm the Director of Learning here at Magical Learning. And today I thought we'd talk about perspective taking. How do we put ourselves in other people's shoes, so to speak, so that we can understand that not all of us see the world the same. In fact, none of us see the world the same way. To start with, let's start with a quote by Stephen Covey, Stephen R. Covey that is. To change ourselves effectively, we first had to change our perceptions. And being able to understand that we have different perceptions, different perspectives is really important if we want to get on and understand others. Some of the benefits of um, putting yourself in other people's shoes or taking on those other perspectives is that we learn um, different ways of looking at situations. We also, um, by doing that, grow ourselves and our ability to be able to put ourselves in those other people's shoes. We will get better ideas from that because we get exposure to different ideas, information, decision making, etc. And one for me that's really important, whether you're doing this on a personal perspective or at work, is that it boosts trust. So when I feel like you've understood me, I trust you more. And that allows us to collaborate better, to connect better, and you know, get much better outcomes, whether it is at home or at work. In fact, if I think to Project Aristotle, which was a project done by Google back in 2012, they looked at what creates a high-performing team. And the number one element is psychological safety. And it has two components. So the first one is that everyone has equal airtime. So that is we allow everyone in our team to share their individual perspectives and ideas. That makes everyone feel heard. In those same teams, it's also okay to make mistakes. So rather than blaming a person if a mistake is made, we actually look to it as a learning exercise. So what can we learn from this and how can we grow from this? And when we do that, it just opens up our eyes and other eyes to a whole new world that maybe they wouldn't have seen had they not been open to listening to others, particularly people's whose opinions, um, beliefs might be quite different from our own. Again, another quote, the greatest tragedy for any human being is going through their entire lives, believing the only perspective that matters is their own. And that's by Doug Baldwin. It is really important to understand that all of us see the world through our own lenses. In fact, we don't see the world as it is. We see the world um, and the things in it as we are. And that is affected by um, events and situations from our past. So we basically get our perspectives by interpreting things through the lenses of our own beliefs and past experiences. So it is quite possible that we can be having a conversation thinking that we're understanding one another's perspectives when really we don't understand them at all. Let me give you an example. A number of years ago, I was teaching a workshop and in that workshop was a manager who was new to the organisation and new to their team. And one of the ways that they decided that they wanted to connect with their team was that they sent them an email asking each team member to share their weaknesses with the new manager. And the new manager was complaining that everyone seemed to be resisting sending their reply to that email. And they couldn't understand why that is. And I said, well, you know, some people might see that as a bit of a threat because before you've built that trust, you're asking them to share a vulnerability being their weaknesses with you. And they're like, no, 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 that's not what I meant at all. I meant because I really love to learn that I want to learn and grow. So sharing those weaknesses helps others to hold me to account. And I said to them, well, yes, that's one perspective. However, here's another perspective, you know, that people might see that as a bit scary given you're brand new to the organisation, they don't really know you. And she was like, what? Oh, I thought everyone saw the world like I saw it and they were genuinely astonished that there was more than one viewpoint to the situation now the wonderful thing was they were open once they got that aha to go oh well how do I understand that better so it is really important to recognize that not everyone sees the world as we see it and that's not good or bad it's not right or wrong it just is so, if we want to be a good leader for argument's sake, the more we can start to understand other people's perspectives, the better we're going to connect with others, the better they're going to trust us, and as I said, we'll have much more ability to come up with great ideas, um, make good decisions, problem solve, etc. So, it is always important to recognize that often when there is miscommunication between people, People tend to take that black and white perspective, they're right, or sorry, I'm right, they're wrong, versus working out that there's actually multiple perspectives. And in fact, if I want to change another person's perspective or at least understand their perspective, the more different perspectives I can show them, the more likely they are to open their mind. When we tend to go, it's either my way or the highway, Most people go, well, I have no autonomy, I have no say in this, it goes against my belief, therefore I'm not going to agree with you. And we see this a lot in the political arena, where if a person is strongly for one particular party, they will not be open to listening to some things from another party, which actually may be quite useful. Same with religion, there's a whole stack of things where people have very divisive beliefs that stop them from being open to listening to others. In fact, um, I've read a book recently which is called Think Again by Adam Grant and he shared in that a story about a black musician who was able to convert over 200 people who were members of organisations such as the Ku Klux Klan and neo-Nazi organisations to actually understand the perspective from a black person's perspective and they did it not by saying they were right and the other people were wrong but they did it by asking a series of questions to just help the other people explore their beliefs and whether they were factual or not and by doing that they were able to convert people so much so that a number of them resigned from the organizations and actually then spent time convincing other members of how they got their beliefs wrong isn't that interesting a fabulous story and highly recommend the book think again by adam grant and we're going to be doing a book review on it as well so taking multiple perspectives rather than just going mine and theirs is really important so it's a really useful tool asking questions can be another great way of understanding another person's perspective so you can ask yourself questions such as what am i missing here where might i be wrong What other perspectives could I be taking on this particular instance? Which belief do I have that maybe is holding me back from actually hearing the other person's point of view? Another really simple tool is to watch a TV or a movie, listen to a podcast, particularly one that is an experience or a perception that you have not really thought about before. It's like travel. When we travel, it broadens our horizons. It also broadens our perspectives. So watching something or reading something or listening to something that's a bit outside your norm is another way of engaging in other perspectives. Another way you can do it is just imagine. So imagine you are a particular type of person. Imagine you're a a person that you admire that has a different perspective to yours. Again, that allows us to get insights that maybe we wouldn't have had otherwise. Another thing that's really important is that we are all biased. None of us like to hear that, but we are in fact all biased. So if you start to go, okay, I am biased, what could some of those biases be? And start to explore them and pull them apart. And they're often our brain being lazy because our brain likes to do things like stereotypes so we don't have to think about a person. But when we go to make it much more individualistic, so we focus on the person and we don't stereotype, we learn a whole lot more about a person or a perspective. So when you explore yours, perhaps then come up with what are some other perspectives that maybe I'm missing? A really you know simple bias that we all have is confirmation bias. So once I see something one way, I look to ensure that it is true. For example, um, if you really don't like a person, and I'm sure none of you are like this, but we all are a little bit like this. When we don't like someone, our brain looks for evidence to prove that we're right, that they're not a nice person. So if you've had a bad day, and I ask you to give me some examples of how that person actually isn't as bad as we think they are, and you've had a bad day, you'll go, no, there's nothing, they don't, they are as bad as I think they are. And that's because our brain, every second takes in about 2 million bits of information. Because that is a lot of information, because it's absorbing the light around us, the sound around us, the smell, whoever else is around us. Our brain can't handle that much information. So it deletes some of it, it um, distorts some of it, it focuses on some of it. And it Brings it down to about 64 bits of information every second that our brain is focusing on. Now, even that's too much, so it chunks it down to about five to nine bits of information. And by doing that, it filters out a whole stack of information. So even if the person you didn't like actually was doing something really nice, because your brain's doing that deleting, distorting, etc., all the time, it will just ignore that and focus on something that proves that you are right, that that person isn't a nice person. So when we start to question those perspectives, we open our brain up to being less of that confirmation bias and more of being open to what is actually going on. The lovely turnaround on that is just being curious about the person. Okay, I wonder why they did it that way. I wonder why they said it that way. Maybe if I ask them some questions to understand you know, what is their, their view on this situation, you, know, you can be astonished by their thoughts. We often believe that we understand others through their facial expressions, etc. There's a lot of science that shows that that, in fact, is not true. So we are much better to ask questions and to elicit the information from the person than we are to just assume that we know them better than they know themselves. And as an executive coach, I see it all the time where people will come and say, that person did this thing for this reason, this reason, and this reason. I'll go, okay, that could be right. Let's just turn that around a bit. Why would you do that behaviour? Oh, well, if I did that behaviour. And because we know ourselves, we'll come up with really nice reasons why we may have done it. And the other person, our assumptions about them are always far more negative than is actually true. When people actually go, oh, well, if it was me, I'd do it because of this, this, this. Again, it gives, puts them in a different perspective and gives them more insight into a more genuine reason why the person may have done it. Now, that reason may not have been correct, but it at least opens them up to the fact that there could be more than one perspective on why a person is behaving in a particular way. Another really good tip that I read about was, is to learn to be more inclusive. So if I am open to the fact that there is more than one perspective, and in fact, I'm actually not learning if I only know my perspective. So the more I can gather people around me who are different, who have different beliefs and attitudes, then the more I am opening myself to learning different perspectives or viewpoints that can help me make better decisions, can help me grow can help me problem solve and can help me connect and collaborate with others better. What a beautiful way to just be curious. And I always say just think of yourself when you were a child. You know when we were really young we were curious about everything. As we get older we get more rigid in our thinking and our beliefs and we need to go back to being more childlike and curious about other people and what they believe and what they understand of the situations that we're dealing with, particularly if there is conflict. So I'd like to leave you with one last quote, and that is by Henry Golding, who said, the joy of tasting different cultures is it gives you a broad perspective. And I know as we are starting to see a way forward through COVID, that as we start to return to travel and meeting new people from different cultures, that that gives us a perfect opportunity to learn and grow and to start to understand different people's viewpoints and perspectives about the world that we live in. Until next time, stay magical. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Magical Learning Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I got a lot out of it. If you're new to the podcast, you can go back and have a look at some of our older episodes. We've got webinars in there, but we've also got shorter episodes that cover more specific topics. Otherwise, you can always follow us at all social medias. We are Magical Learning on most things, including YouTube, where you can see old webinars and extra information. Have a magical week.